A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Welcome to A Word for Today. It's Friday the 5th of February, and we're continuing to look at 2 Peter chapter 2, and we're seeing how it is that Peter is proving to us that God knows very well what's going on concerning the activities of false teachers, that he is active, he is holding them under a terrible judgment even now, and he is also rescuing the godly from trials. All this is to encourage us not to play the game, not to turn blind eyes, not to give in to false teaching. Yesterday we saw how he kept Noah, how he rescued Noah, how he kept Noah faithful. That's what the word rescue is referring to. Not deliverance from the trial itself, but keeping us preservation through the trial where his people remain faithful. And today we're going to look at the example of Lot that Peter uh, presents here. Now you may remember that Lot was Abraham's uh, nephew, and uh, Lot was the one who settled in the cities uh, near the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he was the one person with his two daughters who was rescued when God poured fire and sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah. We're going to see how it is that God, uh, the, the rescue of God, of the godly from trials, is demonstrated in the case of Lot. I'm going to read verses 7 and 8 of 2 Peter chapter 2. And if he rescued righteous Lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard. We're told that God rescued righteous Lot. Now you notice three times the word righteous is used in relation to Lot. He is described as righteous in verse 7, And twice, in verse 8, that righteous man, uh, he was tormenting his righteous soul. And what it's saying is that those whom God rescues, the godly, those who are living out the gospel in their lives, are righteous. That is to say, they are in a right relationship with God. That's the righteousness they have. It's not that they are particularly um, supremely uh, pious in that kind of false churchy way but they have received that perfect righteousness of God that has been accounted or imputed to them through the Lord Jesus Christ, prefigured in the Old Testament, fulfilled in the New. And that was the case with Lot. It's an unusual um, angle on Lot because we don't really get that picture of him in the Old Testament. He seems a very weak uh, person. But here we see that he was righteous. And his righteousness is particularly drawn out by Peter as a righteousness of his inner soul. He was one who had the faith that Peter is urging upon Christian believers of his day. He was saying that, uh, Peter was saying in in chapter 1, that Christians' faith should be a reflection of their inner selves, a commitment to virtue, first of all. That means the purity and loveliness of God in their inner heart being. And that clearly is the case with Lot. He really meant what he stood for. And that meant that he hated what was going on around him. He was not indifferent 
to the sins of the people around him, the people who were uh, sensual, uh, that's describing moral indecency, and who were lawless or wicked. Um, That describes people who are untethered to the authority of God because they are ignorant and rejecting of the word of God. And this lot is presented as uh, one of the godly who are rescued. So if we put the two examples together of Noah, we have firstly um, Noah who was a herald or a preacher of righteousness. He was somebody who witnessed to his salvation. Lot was somebody who was right on the inside. It wasn't just an academic um, intellectual belief, but it was a faith that uh, filled his heart and gave him great distress at the wickedness of the world around him. And we see in verse 9 in the summary, the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trial. These are pictures of what it means to live out the gospel, to have an inner heart faith that witnesses um, to the world around it. And we're told that God rescues uh, those people. And that is what God does down the ages. It proves to us that God knows what is going on and he is active. He is not only punishing the unrighteous, holding them under punishment now until the day of judgment, a day of judgment that has been amply prefigured both in the global flood of Noah's day, that antediluvian Uh, world that was flooded and completely destroyed, but also in the modern world, the post-flood world, in the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Notice how sudden and complete and terrible those judgments of God were. Well, God's action now is demonstrated in those judgments and in that marvelous rescue that he provides for his people in those situations, pictured in the rescue of Noah, that herald of righteousness, and in the rescue of the righteous Lot, whose righteous soul was tormented by the lawless deeds of those around him. And for these reasons, we can believe that God knows what's going on in the world that we live in today, awash with false teaching, supported at every juncture, by the unbelieving outside world and tempting us at every turn to turn blind eyes and to be faithless. Well, we are not to be faithless because God knows what is going on and he is not inactive. Tomorrow, we'll begin to look at how we should be unpacking this and how we should be applying it to our own lives. Do join me then. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this teaching that is so reassuring that you do know what is going on. Forgive us for ever thinking that you didn't notice what was going on, that you are somehow asleep and inactive. Forgive us for thinking that, Father, how far that is from the truth. You know exactly what's going on, better than we do. And in that situation, you are judging the wicked and you are rescuing your people. Please, would we be faithful in our lives because we know that knowledge. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.